0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Half of This Podcast And I am doing a mini episode? I don't know Is it mini? No I mean, I don't know how long this will be Um, But for the most part, I am driving right now I just got done with work And at my morning shop Gig, (laughs) I don't know why I need to say the gig part But yes, I just got done with work I had like a pretty, pretty good I had a really good day actually And I know. I did not post any sort of episode this week, nor did I make any sort of announcement of not posting any sort of a real episode. And let me clarify. Yeah, I, it's not uh, in a sense a real episode. This one that you're listening to right now, I think I'm going to call it like. Am I on what episode am I? Do I have latest? Was it 21? I think it was 21. Uh, if it's twenty one, it'll be called twenty one point five. Ooh, a happy episode. <laughs> half of this podcast, me being a happy mixed race. Whatever. Anyways, yeah. Uh, this is not going to be anything too formal. Anything all too structured. The way you can think about this is kind of like a um a vlog. No, that sounds way too cringy. Ooh, no, it's not a vlog. It's pretty much yeah. A half episode. A twenty one point five. I'm going to feel really dumb if it's not episode 21. <laughs> but yes, I'm just going to talk um, during my drive back home, which will be around 30 to 40 minutes, depending on how fast I go. But because I'm talking to my phone directly, which... Actually, let me actually talk about that real quick. I'm just having the hardest time with this. So, I am was just trying to figure out how to freaking talk into... Well, into the Anchor app, which is the one I use to upload my podcast and all that. By the way, it's a super good app uh, if you want to start off with it or do a podcast anyway. Just simply upload it. It'll distribute the podcast to, like, various podcast platforms, like the ones I usually mention at the end of my episodes. But yes, I use Anchor, and I'm using the Anchor app to, like, record this podcast or this mini episode, half episode, whatever you want to call it. And I'm trying to, like, figure out how to talk into the mic in a sense or talk into a mic in general so using my bluetooth headset uh didn't work out but i also had the phone connected to the bluetooth on the car so i was like okay maybe that's interfering with my bluetooth headset so let me just turn off the bluetooth connection to the car and maybe that'll allow me to use the microphone on my headset but it didn't work out and then i tested that one more time to see when i'm talking is it the phone that's picking up my voice or is it just my headset but it's just really crappy. It sounds like I'm far away from it. And it turns out, for some reason, I'm not able to use the microphone on the headset. I'm only able to talk into the mic onto the phone. So I'm holding the phone to my <laughs> to my mouth with my right hand using my left hand to drive. I'm very comfortable with driving with one hand anyway. And yeah, to also describe how I drive. I drive quite fast, usually around 10 miles per hour over the speed limit at times. And I think I've heard, I feel like I should know it, but I think I've heard that California drivers are pretty bad. I don't think I'm that bad of a driver, but I do go kind of fast on the freeway. Um, even elsewhere, <laughs> I'll say. But I, I pay attention to, uh, you know, maybe where I shouldn't speed up and, you know, not get pulled over because I don't want that ever been pulled over by the way i think i'm a pretty good driver and i'm the type of driver who i would rather drive than have others drive me uh, especially if it's my car because well even if it's not my car because that makes more sense you know for you to drive your own car and not have anyone else drive it but even in any car i just don't like people driving me because i feel like i don't trust them yeah, I don't know. It's it's not that doubting. I'm not really genuinely doubting that they're a, you know, their driving skills in any sense. It's just that I feel like more comfortable just to drive on my own. Uh, yeah. So that's the type of driver I am. I'm also like usually I hold onto the steering wheel right on the bottom of the steering wheel and kind of like just hold it there. You know, keeping it steady, especially on the freeway, which is kind of weird. I don't know. Like, usually you see guys, maybe girls too, but the guys out there just like kind of with a cool pose, like sitting back into the seat and then like putting their hand maybe the right or left, maybe the one with the watch on their wrist. On the top of the steering wheel and just keeping it steady like that and just looking badass and all you know bro-y and manly like that ooh man dude i look so cool right now i'm doing it right now but no i'm just keeping it under the (laughs) on the bottom of the steering wheel maybe looking like i'm jacking off or something but no or maybe it looks more impressive because maybe it seems like i have no hands on the wheel ooh yeah, I shouldn't have said the jacking off part. That's stupid. Yeah, so I am driving right now on the freeway, and today let me talk about what happened today. Why it was a good day, actually. So, morning. I woke up around around 7:30 ish. I think. Yeah, 7:30 ish. Uh, usually, I don't wake up. Uh, mumble up my words here. I usually do not wake up around 7.30. I actually wake up around 6 o'clock. And I've been finding that yeah to be quite nice. But today, I didn't have work until 3 o'clock. So, I mean, it's like, why not sleep in a little bit? Just let my body rest and wake up on its own. Which usually I will do if I don't have anything really going on in the morning. Uh, I will just allow myself, my body, to naturally wake up. And that's a good way to actually teach your body to just wake up naturally at a set time. To which, let me tell you actually, kind of in that sense, my I've been waking up twice every night. And this has been consistent in both when I wake up and the amount of times I wake up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Once I started to notice this is becoming a pattern, I was like, Oh my god, how do I stop this? What do I do? I don't know. I really do not know. It's not that I'm all too concerned about it, but it's just so fucking annoying, because I'm the type of guy who doesn't take naps, I just feel like I I could do something else, right? Whether to relax my body, relax my eyes, or whatever the case may be. I just don't like sleeping. I just, before I sleep, I'm like, oh, sleeping is such a drag. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, counterintuitive, I guess, but... I just don't like sleeping uh, It feels good, right? Sometimes I feel really tired And I just want to sleep uh, But for the most part I just want the next day to come in by fast So sometimes I'll just wish Or for the most part, all the time Wish like, oh, okay, when I go to sleep I hope I sleep fast And I hope like I wake up Or it seems like I you know, uh, well, like slept pretty fast And you know, waking up around 6 or 7 o'clock In the next morning uh, But since I've been waking up like Twice every day, around like I think if it's been around, like, 2 a.m., and then the second time being around, like, 4 or 5 a.m., I'm like, oh, fuck me. And I'll actually go on my phone, which is not helpful, and I'm like, dude, should I just, like, wake up and should I just, like, stay on my phone until the morning comes? But no, I try to go back to sleep, to which I will go back to sleep. But yeah, that's been annoying every day. So I have not really looked up any methods to... Kind of, uh, get like mitigate this problem, like just me waking up twice every day or every night. And I hope it goes away. I hope it's something that will go away soon because it's really annoying. But yeah, uh, yeah, so that's been my morning so far. <laughs> and, uh, I had some good breakfast. And I, what else did I do in the morning? I'm trying to remember. Well, I think I was like pretty much trying to waste time because kind of like what I talked about in another episode in the. Actually, yeah, the the latest one about enjoying life. I'm the type of guy who just, I don't know what to do with my free time other than work. Like, I need to do something productive. Um, So, I was just, honestly, just wasting my time going on YouTube watching these one-hour videos or whatever. Honestly, I will also, like, watch, like, gaming channels where it's a game that I'm remotely interested in or I had some thought of playing it. And I'll just watch someone else play it. Someone who's not as cringy. <laughs> someone who's not. I don't know. I feel like some gaming or just YouTubers in general. Not that I'm like heavily criticizing them because, it's, you know, I don't have any sort of creative like career or I don't know in a sense like outlet. Like although podcasting would be like my creative outlet, it's not like I'm being super. I don't know creative to which kind of like with art. Um, Like painting and such Or video making Or you know Creation I feel like that's way more creative Because you can really put together um, Like uh, Scenes And like Colorways Tones Set the mood for something Music um, Whatever right It's You can really Go at it With the creative aspect Of those kind of outlets And projects For podcasting It's just me talking (laughs) Nothing really all too creative Um, Yeah So I was like watching some gaming channel or one gaming channel uh, watching a horror game that I was like usually I won't buy a horror game but I'm quite interested in horror games because uh, they just like they just shock the body right they keep you on your toes for the most part they they keep the adrenaline going or something like that so I, I was watching some of that And to be more specific, I don't want to be sounding too vague here. So I was watching Markiplier. He's also a half-Asian guy, by the way. Half-Korean, half-white. Though I don't know what his white ethnic background is. But yeah, he's a half like me. And he is someone whom I like. I like his personality. Sometimes he can be way too much and a little bit more quite cringy. (laughs) Uh, But it was okay. I was watching him. I was just trying to kill time. And To be more exact, I was actually watching... Uh, him play a game called the evil within two which is a horror game kind of like an open world horror game it seems like at least to me but i don't care i just want to watch it let's kill in time and i left the house around 11 p.m and went to go run so i did my long run today also i didn't do on the weekend nor did i do it monday and why was that, actually? I don't know. I think it's because I didn't have the time or I just didn't feel like it. Oh, no, no. It's because, like, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of last week, I did, like, different kinds of runs. Like, did my tempo run, did an easy run. So adding a long run, you know, back, like with back to back to back with, like, these tempo runs and faster, like, threshold runs... I didn't want to wreck my body. I want to give my body at least one day's worth of a break, which was my yesterday uh, or Monday. I don't, know what. I don't know why I said it like that. So, yeah, yesterday was my break day for running. Uh, all I did was swimming, to which I even, like, took a little bit of a break of that because I did a long swim set on – not a set, really. It was just like a continuous swim set where I did around 3,200 meters, 3,250 meters, I think, which is – Pretty much around two miles worth of a distance and yeah it was a great one i did a steady state it wasn't too hard of an effort i felt great my heart rate was low and but yeah i felt great but i tried to do a more of a tempo workout uh for swimming yesterday and i was just feeling kaput like whew. I was so tired so fatigued and i tried doing the tempo workout uh, for swimming and i just didn't follow through To which I think it was a good call I do not want to like overuse my muscles Especially even though I did a fairly easy moderate effort on uh, Sunday With my long swim You know that was a long swim I was like really using my uh, shoulders and other things (laughs) Whatever my body is um, on that day So just giving them a break I did like a fairly Yeah I would say easy effort swim on Monday But yeah like I said Did no running on Monday and now today, i just like, okay, well, I have the time. I'm going to go work at 3 p.m., so why not do a long run before work? And I did 15 miles. I was actually wanting to do around, well, that was the plan. At least going to do or running 15 miles, but I actually was hoping to run around 19, or 18 to 20 miles. But I couldn't because I was actually cutting it a little close to uh, my work time uh, around 3 p.m., so unfortunately i could not do that but nonetheless i still completed those 15 miles did it at a round of a 17 no not 17 uh what was it Seven fifteen uh minute per mile pace which is i was surprised i did it like that when i started my garmin watch to record the run like i did not want to watch my watch <laughs> uh to check out the heart rate and my pace because i get super like uh conscious about my effort like by the numbers. Like, I always use my numbers to um, check out, like, oh, am I going fast? Am I doing easy? Like, oh, shoot, I'm going, I'm overshooting it, but I feel okay. But I should go slower. Oh, no, it's not going down. I feel like shit. Oh, no. But no, I just, like, looked away. I just listened to my music and my podcast, and I feel amazing. And I actually do think it's uh, because of three big reasons, or oh, four. One of them being. This is kind of turned into like just running episode but yeah sorry if you heard that beep it was because that kind of gave me a scare <laughs> uh, i'm on like a country road or back roads now uh, i exited off the freeway um and there was a car in front of me that was slowing down turning a right and i wasn't really slowing down all too much and my car i, le- I guess like was telling me to like you know put on their brakes motherfucker you're about to jam into the front or into the back end but i didn't I'm seeing the car in front of me I know when to put on the brakes So And I'm bumbling You can't even understand me when I let up. But yeah So Sorry about the beep Anyways If you hear the car sound Yeah I'm sorry about that too Can't really do much about it I, I wish I knew how to take care of it But yeah, Whatever It is what it is I hope you can hear me well So anyways Going back to the run I, There's four big reasons why I had an amazing long run And even when I went back to work Uh, Or not back to work When I went to work around 3 I didn't feel that tired Like my muscles Like yeah maybe a little like used up I mean of course I did 15 miles And I just felt amazing I didn't feel bad at all I don't even feel tired right now Compared to some other days when I would run But yeah felt amazing And I have four big reasons Why I think that was Or that is true One of them being That I did this all on the track (laughs) So, if you're a runner, yeah, running on a track is fucking horrible. I mean, let alone, like, treadmill, I think it's the worst. If you like it, I don't know how you do it, but good for you. It saves the knees, it saves the joints, puts less pressure and impact and stress on, you know, everything like that. But yes, I did it on the track. I did it all on the track, 15 miles for the most part. And it was okay because what made it more manageable intolerable was that i had a kind of like an objective going on where i would run four laps was it four laps no eight laps total on each lane of our campus track to which i did that four times through uh lanes one through eight and then i did that another time so another four laps one through eight so like it's like two sets essentially um, if you want to think about it like that But that kind of like Helped me uh, Develop some sort of Like an objective goal Like okay I'm going to run four laps In this lane eight. Oh, Oh I'm done with four laps Now onto lane uh, Lane seven Do four laps Let's go on to lane six Four laps And so on and so forth So it was pretty good I liked it. it Kept me busy And another thing That kind of kept me busy A little off Topic Or not off topic But like sidetracking A little bit Was me trying to work On my nose breathing So I mentioned this before. No, did I? No, I don't think so. Well, anyways, I've been trying to do a lot more nose breathing just in general, but also with my running and cycling. And I don't know if it can work out with swimming, but yeah, I can't really imagine how it can work out with swimming. But yeah, nose breathing nonetheless because I've been listening to some uh, athletes, some other people and runners even. Um, and where they've been just stating that nose breathing is one What we were developed and meant to do um, Just in general as human beings But also it just really helps put in an athletic boost to the performance So yeah, just nose breathing And I would say I was damn proud of myself For the most part, like keeping me up 99% of the time And I'm being legit Like there's only like one lap out of all the laps I did today Where I just did more mouth breathing Sorry, I'm like slurring my words. Mouth breathing. And that was it. So 99% of the time I did nose breathing. It was like hard, which actually helped keep me in check just so that I'm not going at a harder effort than, you know, what I should be doing for the long run. Because like if I'm going at a, let's say, what I would perceive or feel uh, as a hard effort, uh, my nose breathing would become much more difficult and I would just become super uber uncomfortable so if i felt like i was like pushing it a bit too much um i could feel that like literally because of nose breathing and so i would just back down or back off the effort maybe change my running form a bit just make it more efficient more uh, kind of like i'm gliding through um yeah it made it much better for me to focus on like an easier at least moderate or a most moderate effort uh at that but yeah so That was helpful. Um, Running on the track really saved the knees and kept me like busy with my mind with those objectives. Objectives. Sorry, I'm mumbling again or slurring up my words uh, to make the run on the track more tolerable. The second thing that helped out really was I was much more prepared. With nutrition and the hydration So with my nutrition I actually stopped by my running shop Bought two spring energies Which is a brand of uh, you know uh, nutrition That you can buy for running Or any other kind of athletic uh, activities And it's more of a Kind of like a wholesome Like more of a whole food sort of a nutrition You can buy If you've heard of goo it's, That's more kind of like synthetic Kind of manufactured. Yeah I don't know it's, it's more like whole foods kind of stuff I bought the apple cinnamon pie or whatever it's called i thought it was going to taste more like applesauce but it honestly tastes like apple pie which i did not want to taste out on the long run i was like uh no it's not that refreshing and i don't think it really sat all too well with my stomach i wasn't like having diarrhea or i don't know stomach pains at all but yeah i just did not like it so I had two of those I ate those like after 30 minutes of running And then another uh, at that one hour mark uh, But for the most part I was actually dependent more on my apple juice <laughs> Mixing with my electrolytes from Superior Which is, yeah, like I said uh, Electrolyte kind of a nutrition thing So I had my apple juice I had my orange juice as well And mixed it with water and the electrolytes And I really enjoyed that Although uh, I was a little concerned about the liquid taking up a little bit too much volume in my stomach and then having that slosh around on during the run, but fortunately, I did not feel like it was sloshing around in my stomach, nor did I feel too full. Maybe a little full at you know depending on like or when I, I was actually drinking the you know juice electrolyte mix, but it was pretty good. I liked it. I think I'm going to do it again. So yeah, there, that's something I'm going to keep in mind. And what, what was another day? Oh, yeah, the weather. Oh, my goodness. It's been so hot in Davis, California, well, which is where I usually run and swim. And this week has been really nice. I forgot what the temperature was today. Uh, I didn't really check it, but it was there was a nice breeze, and it wasn't hot at all. And I felt amazing because of that. And I really had to think that because I was running around like starting at 12.30 p.m. or whatever. So pretty much afternoon. I was thankful for the weather. And what was the other thing? I said there was four things. So there was a nutrition, the hydration. That was one. Um, running on a track. And the weather. Oh, the fourth thing. Yes. I I don't know for sure if it was a huge uh, you know Attributor to How great I felt During the run And afterwards But I think the shoes I was wearing uh, Which were the uh, Hoka Carbon X The first version Of that shoe Really helped out a lot So I brought that shoe I was using that shoe For all 14, Well for 14 miles Out of the 15 For one of the miles Out of the 15 I was actually wearing The Sokney Endorphin Speeds uh, Version 1 I say version 1 because the version 2 is coming out uh, or already has came out or come out. However, the pretenses work for that. And I just I could not wear that for that one mile. Like I think it was mile 14 where I wore the endorphin speed, so pretty much towards the end of the workout and I just it was like Grant, it made me fast. I was going around like a 625 pace, I think, or something and maintaining that or, you know, relatively maintaining it. But it was so aggressive on my legs. And I just felt like, oh, my God, I cannot maintain this. Like this easy or this run just became so much harder. And that actually puts um, my other runs in the past uh, into perspective where, like in retrospect, I think I've been feeling like the shoes been jacking up my heart rate and making the all my runs harder than what it should be. So that's something I need to keep in mind and something I need to like think about in regards to like what my next pair of shoes should be or if I need another pair of shoes. To which I am actually thinking about getting another pair of daily trainers. Um, you know, <laughs> instead of using the Endorphin Speeds in my daily trainers because I've been doing that, because that's a big dumb dumb. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed. But yeah, the shoes, the Carbon Necks, the Version 1s from Hoka, really great. Made running like easy, like seamlessly, like easy. And I loved it. Felt like a nice glide. And I was really happy about my performance with the shoe itself. And it is a carbon fiber plate shoe. Although it is a racing shoe or it's carbon fiber plate indicating or implying that it is more of a race day shoe, but this shoe is also known to be like a good daily trainer and definitely for a longer distance, sort of a run. And I was so blown away. Like, although I've had this shoe for over a year now, to which I never really used it all too much. I used it a lot one year ago during my triathlon practices, but then my left ankle started to hurt and I was thinking like, oh, maybe it's the Hoka shoe that's causing them because it is considered to be a low drop the carbon fiber plate is also probably just putting a lot more stress on my ankle so that probably much fucked it up uh and so i you know kind of switched out and used another shoe but yeah no this time oh my god saved me during this run all 14 miles out of the 15 at least Oh, I loved it. I'm thinking about getting the version 2s, which I think looks sicker. I think, or oh, sicker. Wow. I'm looking, uh, using pretty cool terminology here, dude. But yeah, it looks totally cool. I uh, love the color wave on it. I haven't really tried it out too much. I tried that once. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm going to probably get it. And uh, another daily trainer at most because I don't want to use that shoe all the time. Uh, like I said, I, if I use it all the time, I'm t- a little concerned that it's going to put a little bit too much stress on my left ankle or just my ankles and my feet, nonetheless. So I'm going to get a another daily trainer, or not another. I don't know, a, a newer daily trainer that has a little bit of a higher heel drop. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about regarding the drops I've been mentioning, like low versus high heel drop, shoes come at different heel drops, and what that means is it's the difference in the cushion stack height. Uh, from the heel to the toe so with a lower heel drop shoe that means your heel is not as elevated as you would you know consider with a higher heel drop shoe so with a lower heel drop shoe that actually kind of uh delivers the stress and the impact more so to the ankles the achilles maybe the shin i think uh but more so like the bottom half of your legs Uh, pretty much anything below the knee, for the most part and then with a higher heel drop shoe, that actually redistributes, <laughs> I said that so weirdly, redistributes the impact and the stress you you know have during a run, more so towards the uh, knee and anything above the knee for the most part. So like the quads, the hammies, the hip, even or the lower back, whatever, right? So anything pretty much on the upper half of your legs. And so yeah i'm just i just need a shoe that has a high ho- high heel drop and just wearing that hoka carbon Next for my long runs because like i said super good shoe i love it so much and yeah i that i think really honestly helped me a lot during this run especially i, I to be honest i think it was just the weather and the shoes themselves that were the two biggest factors uh attributing to how great i felt uh, but yeah that was my run 715 uh you know minute per mile pace I actually was doing negative splits and I've noticed that because in the beginning when I did sometimes check my watch I was noticing that I was going around like a 730 or 725 minute per mile pace but then in the end it was like around 715 so I was like oh cool I'll do negative splits which is actually a really great thing for a long run I can really work out my VO2 max Uh, my effort like pretty much increase the effort during my long runs without going too hard Uh, which is something you should do with your long runs if you want to like get a faster uh, let's say marathon time pace Uh, or just time in general Uh, instead of like let's say doing your long runs like all nice and slow and steady to which you should if you're like starting out with running and you know you don't want to go all too hard and you don't really care all too much About getting a super fast time Or getting you know new like record Like you know, breaking records for your own uh, Whatever right Pretty much speed is not the goal for you Do those long runs At a steady state At a slow pace Do that But for me I'm a little bit more competitive I really want to get a faster pace For a marathon distance For even longer distances A 50k Which is around 32 miles I think Or so yeah, I, I'm, I'm the type of person who not only wants to do all distances Whether that be a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, 50K, anything above that Like, I not only want to have the aerobic endurance and strength to complete those kind of distances But I also want to do them at a relatively faster pace Because I like to race I like to be competitive Not like in a douchey way though But yeah, that was my day And I went to work at 3 p.m., Ended around 7.20, helping people out today, and yeah, nothing all too special happening at work. Um, yeah, only thing I guess I can know is that I went to work pretty much without a shower after the <laughs> long run. But I wasn't that, I was kind of sweaty, but I had these like wet wipes to wipe me down. That was That's made for runners if you don't have a any access to a shower immediately or for whatever purpose or reason. But yeah. That's pretty much it. That's my day. And then now I'm talking to you guys. And that's it for the episode 21.5 uh, of the half of this podcast. And the reason why it's the end, hey, I'm back in my neighborhood. I'm back home for the most part. So that's it. That's the end. I fucked up so much today with my speech and just me mumbling. I just need to really be uh, honing into my pronunciation and how I do things with the speech and yes I'm back home I'm turning around in the neighborhood I'm trying to focus on not hitting any cars around me and such but that's it for the episode thank you so much for listening I'm very sorry that I didn't post like a real episode this week but I'll be posting this well it's a Tuesday so it's a I'm gonna, yeah you're listening to this whenever but it's it's pretty much being posted on the day of when my episode should be posted but into so, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And, yeah, what else am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah, uh, if you'd like to support me, all you have to do is just continue listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and there's many others out there that I'm also available on. And if you'd like to contact me, you can do so by emailing me at my podcast platform or I don't know why I said that. Pretty much email me at halfofthispod at gmail.com. And you can DM me on my Instagram handle, which is the half of this. Or you can go to the uh, podcast input form page uh, or Google input form page. Ask questions, drop in a hi, or suggest any topics for a future episode. Or just ask me for advice, and then if you like, I can put it on the episode, whatever, right? Tell me how you want to be addressed. I can address you anonymously, Mr. X, Mr. K, Mrs. X, Y, and Z, per se, you know, whatever. That's that. I'll have the contact info in the description, description box in the episode description box below. Um yeah, I've been mumbling my words. I'm back home. I'm kind of like, I don't know why I feel nervous, but yeah, I'm I just parked. So yeah. Anyways, thank you so much again for listening to this episode 21.5 of the half of this podcast. I'll talk to you next week and I promise I'll have an actual episode, hopefully. <laughs> well, anyways, have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.